I picked up a camera in 2013 and brought in maybe $25,000 until October 2016. From October 2016 to December 2017, I brought in $150,000 and that's exactly what I want to talk about today. Hey boudoir photographers, are you ready to be totally booked out with high paying clients? I'm Tracy Lynn and I went from side hustle photographer to running a million dollar boudoir photography business working just 30 hours a month. That's right, just 30 hours a month. On this podcast, I tell you how I did it and how you can too. Hey there and welcome back. I've told my story on this podcast before, but today I want to go into a bit more detail about the start of my business. I picked up a camera for the first time in 2013 when I was living in Oklahoma. In all honesty, at this point, I was in a very, very unhealthy relationship. We'd split up, gotten back together multiple times, had no money, and to be honest, hated each other. How that relationship lasted as long as it did, I will never know. But I was in survival mode and I stayed there for years. Side note, my PTSD from that relationship is real. (laughs) Although I had a good job, I was just trying to make ends meet. Photography felt like a creative outlet, like something that would get me out of the house and I could at least have some fun in my life. I still had my horse shooter, who I still have today, and he's been with me through my ups and downs and I love him so much. He's a constant in my life, but I needed more to help me forget how miserable I was. Photography gave me a chance to meet new people, go to workshops, travel alone a lot, and to be honest, learn who I was as a person instead of just being miserable all the time. When I say my camera changed my life, I am not kidding. In 2016, I moved to St. Louis right then and there. I decided it was time to make my photography business my full-time job so I could have freedom in my life and get to do more of what I wanted. Through it all though, I still had to make ends meet of course and pay the bills, but I ended up with two part-time dental hygiene jobs, although I was making half of what I was making in Oklahoma as a dental hygienist and definitely working twice as hard. So from February 2016 to October 2016, all I did was network like crazy. I made connections with as many business owners as I could who I knew worked with my ideal client, a bride at 25 to 40. I at least had that part nailed down. And in October of that year, I leased my first studio. I literally had no extra money. I had no clients on my books and I wasn't totally sure I could make it work. But that's where I wanted to dive in with this episode because from October 2016 to December 17, I brought in $150,000. That's what I want to talk about today, how I grew my photography business from $0 to six figures in one year. So the first thing that I did to grow my photography business to six figures was nail down my pricing. Pricing isn't something that you can just wing. It's something that requires a lot of strategy. The thing with pricing is that it shouldn't be determined by what your local competitors are charging. It should absolutely 100% be based on what you need to revenue to be able to pay yourself what you want and need to make. You also need to take into consideration how much time you actually have to work. So let's say that you want to pay yourself $4,000 every month based on the average photographer's expenses, your photography business would need to bring in about $11,500. And that's because most photographer salaries are 35% of their revenue. And let's say that you have time for eight clients per month. That means you need to have a sales average per client of around $1,400. 
to have a sales average at 1400 you would create a price list that will drive your clients to purchase albums around that $1,400 mark. Now, I didn't tell you all of that to confuse you. I wanted you to understand how it's not just throwing numbers on a website and saying, well, this is my pricing, or even using a coach's million dollar price list that's gonna help you get the sales. A price list that helps you actually achieve your goals totally based on you, your business, and your lifestyle. The second thing I did to grow my photography business to six figures was lease a studio, even though I had no sessions on my calendar. And I want to tell you, this is absolutely not what I would recommend to any of my coaching clients ever. I'm one of those people who is 100% motivated by pressure. If I know how I have literally no other choice but to make things work, I'm going to make it work. So I want to be clear though. I had no business whatsoever in leasing a studio at this point. With no sessions on my calendar, I wasn't able to guarantee I could even pay my lease. That being said, I do think it helped me make this photography thing work so much faster. It's just that me looking back, I'm like, what the heck were you thinking, Tracy? What I would recommend instead is to find a local photography studio, Airbnb, or maybe a hotel that fits your brand and the style that you want to shoot start there. When you're booking, try to book as many as you can in one day to cut the cost of your rent. And then when you start staying booked about 50% and several months in advance, then you can start looking for a studio or one might just fall into your lap. That's what happened to so many of the photographers that I work with now, my coaching clients, I mean. The third thing I did to grow my photography business to six figures was focus on my business and then my portfolio. With all of my heart, I think it's so important to build a solid foundation in your business before you focus on the art. If you don't have solid business practices and good marketing, you're not going to have anyone to photograph anyway, and you're going to be out of business before you get great. So that's why I want you to focus on your business foundations before we focus on the art. I have honestly seen so many talented photographers fail while the not so talented photographers are making a ton of money. Here's the thing. You can always improve your photography. You can always learn how to be a good photographer, but being a good photographer doesn't mean you're going to be able to leave your nine to five and make photography your full-time job. What will help you do those things though, being a good business person. So what I'm saying is build the foundation of your business before you worry about your portfolio. And then once the business foundation is in place, then you get to have the fun. After I built my business, knew my pricing and had a marketing strategy in place, that's when I started focusing on the art. That's when I built my portfolio and bookings became even easier. Women could see themselves in front of my camera. For one thing, I made sure my portfolio was full of different types of women, different body types, skin colors, and hair colors because I wanted my ideal client to see herself in any of my photos. Your ideal clients need to know that you can photograph all different types of women. Once I had a good portfolio, I didn't stop photographing these different women though. I made sure to continue so that I could get even better. And I still photograph models to this day. It's important for your marketing strategy as well as to keep you on top of your game. Hey there, I write a newsletter every week where I cover photography, business, marketing, strategy, industry happenings, client wins and celebrations, and so much more. It's just for you and you can get on the list right now at rebrand.ly slash TLC newsletter. I'll link it in the show notes as well. 
The fourth thing that I did to grow my photography business to six figures was build a website. In the third point, we talked about the importance of your portfolio and the place you house your portfolio should be your website. But that doesn't mean that this is all a website is. In fact, I think it's so much more than that. I think a website should be a marketing tool. It's where you send your leads to help them make a decision on if you're the photographer for them. So that means your website should be very high converting, which means it should take a lead and turn them into a client as quickly as possible. To do that, you really need to know who your ideal client is. I talk about this a lot, but I can't stress enough how important it is. If you know your ideal client to a T, it's going to be so much easier to design all your marketing but especially designing your website will be easier if you know this ideal client. What you wanna do is answer all the questions she might have on your website before she ever even asks them or even knows that she has them. If you can do that, the lead will either go ahead and book a session or subscribe to your email list where you can continue to nurture her until she eventually does book a session. The fifth thing I did to grow my photography business to six figures was book a bridal fair. You can do either a bridal or a vendor fair like a women's show. These are my very favorite. You're in front of a large number of exact ideal clients who likely want what you already offer. Many of my coaching clients have done a bridal fair or women's show and booked from 15 to 25 clients from one show. And even better, you get the long-term benefits of having these email addresses to add to your email list as well. The email list provided by the bridal fair could have anywhere from 100 to 2,000 or more emails. Imagine 2,000 email addresses from women who fit your ideal client. What's also great about this email list, besides how many are actually on it, these leads may not book a session with you immediately, but once they're on your list and you're sending emails regularly, well, some of them will end up booking with you eventually, which means you book sessions at the bridal fair immediately, but you're also booking years down the road as well. Some of my favorite clients came from a bridal fair I did in 2017, but they were on my list for several years before they finally bit the bullet and booked a session with me. If you only get one thing from this episode, I want you to see how you can actually make your dreams of owning and running a six-figure photography studio a reality. How? By having an actual plan to help you get where you want to go. A strategic plan to ensure that you hit your six-figure goals in a year or less. The first thing you need to do is you need to nail down your pricing. How else will you make it to six figures without a price list built to help you get there? The second thing you need to do is figure out how to handle your studio situation. Are you going to lease a studio, rent a hotel? Are you shooting in your home? Step three is to focus on your business rather than your portfolio. Nail your business foundations before you worry about the art. And then step four is to build your website to be a conversion machine. And step five, book a bridal fair or vendor fair where you can really quickly grow your email list and book sessions immediately. If you're ready to hit your first six figures, but maybe you need a little help, my group program, Six Figures Simplified, is just for you. This curriculum was designed to help you build a studio that will generate six figures every single year. With this program, you get access to my Six Figures Simplified curriculum, weekly group coaching calls, a kickoff call with me, and an active Facebook group full of other amazing photographers and myself to answer all your questions. Want to know if you're a good fit for Six Figures Simplified? DM me on Instagram at it's Tracy Lynn and we can chat about it. Or I'll just link the program page in the show notes as well. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Sustainable Freedom with Boudoir Photography. Please be sure to rate and follow so that you never miss an episode. They drop every Thursday and they're always full of super actionable information for you to apply right now in your boudoir business. Until then, make your next shoot your best shoot.